Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Dave, I've been looking in the news lately. Have you? What have you been finding? Anything serious? <laughs> yeah, actually, some serious stuff. But I, I didn't want to go too serious. Oh, fantastic. We don't need to go that way. Yeah, I, I saw an article. This was actually on, on Twitter. I was just kind of killing some time. And, and uh, you know, Glenn Beck's Blaze. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they always find some interesting news that's... Uh, you know, kind of like counter to the the liberal the propaganda sure. stuff, you know. And I thought this one was was funny. Uh, the heading it says, "Calling a man bald is now considered sexual harassment in the UK." Some judge ruled. Hey, one for the man. Well, so I've got a little concern about my growing bald spot. Yeah, and I know you mentioned it. <laughs> you don't want to be bald either. Well, I don't want to be, but you know, I've got a thin and helicopter pad up there yeah and you know you know when i put my my headphone mic headphones on or headphones on i feel that cold <laughs> it's like oh there's supposed to be some kind of fur up there yeah. to keep me from being cold <laughs> it's not up there but to be fair it's been that way for freaking 20 years mm-hmm. you know but can you it'd imagine? be nice if it was all thick again i know they have something for it you know the implant seems actually pretty good yeah but you know I don't, i'm making this up i have no the, idea the old how much cost, but I don't want to do another freaking 20 grand just so I could have, <laughs> so you can have hair, hair, you know, yeah. I'm not planning to be going out and well, you know, you're married, getting so women. Yeah. Yeah. She's already stuck. Yeah. Well, evidently, um, they're equating someone calling you bald to you talking about some woman's breasts. Good. Can you, it, <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> well, there's a lot of sensitive men up there. I guess I don't, I don't get they, how Is this... there a lot of people out there really pointing and making like really dogging on people like they're getting on the metro and mm-hmm. hey baldy yeah <laughs> hey mr bald man baldy bald bald and he's sitting there just starts crying yeah. i mean all the cat calls about your bald head yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's pretty sad if that's a it's a if that's a problem yeah yeah it it's weird because they're this this article is talking about from cnbc um they report Let's see. A CNBC report noted that three members of this uh, tribunal alluded that their own personal experience with hair loss said that baldness was more prevalent in men than women. Sure. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Therefore, arguing that use of the term bald is an insult that is re- related to a protected characteristic of sex. See, I don't understand what... <laughs> it's the... like, we're really reaching. Yeah. We're really reaching. Yeah. It, there's some people out there that really have nothing to do... Um... At work. Yeah. You know, they're just, hey, how about this? Will this go? Hey, let's just go with this one. All right, that sounds cool. High fives. Yeah, I don't get where the sexual harassment part comes in. I don't either. I don't either. But, you know, everybody's got to have something, I guess. So, Yeah, everyone has to have some reason to sue someone else. Well, well, I guess. Does this create precedence, do you think? I don't think so. Uh, Not this one. Not this one? No, I think it's a joke, and I think everybody's going to look at it as such. I hope so. It's just it's, it's just so stupid. stupid. It's so stupid. It's like somebody walking by going, Oh my gosh, he's winter size fourteen shoe. Uh-huh. Make fun of their shoe size now. Yeah. So now well better soon. Yeah, better soon. Yeah, you're talking about other body parts based on their shoe size. So now yeah, I, that's get, I guess now you can probably get sexual harassment for just calling somebody short or tall then. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. But yeah. they have what they have a beard. Well, and a woman. I well, see, that's the thing is this whole gender <laughs> thing. I got another one, ar- another article later. Yeah. I'll, I'll share about that one. Well, hey, I got to tell you. So yeah. I went to the store, 
and I was uh, going up to pick up some granite, and and the lady goes, she says my wife's name. Oh, Amy? No, not Amy. <laughs> and she goes, well, um, you never, or she say? she goes, uh, well, you never can tell these days. I go, now I'm offended. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, you look like an Amy. No, <laughs> you know what? What does a dude have to do to be known right away that you're a dude? Please, I'm offended that you think that I might think that I'm a girl. <laughs> now, now, Dave, don't get so offended. <laughs> you're becoming too sensitive. I'm trying to be sensitive to everybody else, and then their and their sensitivity for me is lacking. Mm-hmm. It's hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's a weird world we live in. Oh my gosh, I know. But but that is that's an interesting one because you know my wife will buy stuff and I'll go pick it up at you know Home Depot or whatever. She she orders a lot of stuff online, so for me it's like yeah I'll I'll go pick it up. That's not a big deal. Wow, but then you know I haven't been called Jenny yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's funny. I you know but here here's on the other spectrum. You don't have to be crazy sensitive to all that stuff. Then I get shamed this morning and went out to breakfast. Mm-hmm. And me and this other gentleman, who I don't know, we went to the bathroom. And I found out it's like a one-person bathroom. There's a stand-up and a sit-down, like a foot away from each other. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh. And then, I apologize. I didn't realize it. And he's like, and he's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a, a big old beard kind of a guy. He goes, he goes, uh. Hey, what do you? He goes. What do you? He starts giving me crap about it. He, and and he, what did he ask me? Sorry, I'm forgetting <laughs> now. Uh, well, not ashamed, but he goes. What are you embarrassed? I go. Yep, yep. That must be what it is. <laughs> and so I, I sit out there, and he comes in, and he goes. You know, after a few pictures, you won't care. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, no. I just. And I told him. I go. I, I I just don't know. I might not have very good shake off habits. <laughs> you know, but still. You know, there's a guy that, you know, there's a side of society that's like, dude, you don't have to stand out there, share the pisser with me. Come on. We, don't, we can hug and do this. And the other side is so sensitive that, boy, I couldn't even bring up that conversation, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, it's just a freaking mess. I don't know. I mean, I, I, like, I like the diversity of it all. I just don't like being shamed for it mm-hmm. one way or another. But Well, it reminds me of high school you know, and not ever using their bathrooms. I mean, yes, they were disgusting, but they also didn't have any doors on them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, wait till I get home. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, uh, another headline here. Yeah, in, switch that up. Indian couple longing for grandchild sues son and his wife. For not making it happen? Yeah. Well, yeah. do they want it? Have you read into this? Yeah. So, so do they want to have a kid? Uh, well, I guess the son and the, and the daughter-in-law... They're just taking their time with it. Um, it's a grandparents are like yeah. Are grandparents they... are all all upset about it. Retired Indian couple is suing their son and daughter in law, demanding that they produce a grandchild within a year, <laughs> or pay them fifty million rupees. That's uh, six hundred seventy five thousand dollars U.S. What the hell? Yeah, this is a. I mean, well, I, I get their culture is going to be a little bit different than ours, but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, there's some loose screws going on there. Yeah. I mean, for the love of God, give her a freaking grandchild. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of money. I mean, 
I don't know their culture. Uh, can that stick? Can you sue them for that? I don't know if they can. I mean, that's an interesting. That would be uh, interesting to see how that plays out. Um, well, here's a quote from <laughs> uh, from the father. It says he says uh, we got him married in the hopes that we would have pleasure of becoming grandparents. We got him married. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's been six six years since their marriage. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's about time. Well, it happen. if if they if this was an arranged marriage, there might be some other complications in there. Yeah, there might be some contractual things that must happen. Yeah. Yep. So he better make it happen because uh, sounds like this might stick if you can actually sue him for that. But how crazy you got to be as a freaking parent to go be that batshit crazy to yeah. freaking sue your kids over not popping out a kid. Yeah, I'm wondering what what the dowry might have been. The what? The dowry. You know, was it? because it's to me if if the if the father arranged for this marriage who's what about the other parents giving up their daughter there has to been some sort of thing there unless she's you know like a hooker or something is that well i don't know i mean you buy a a girl and maybe now there's a this big debt of a lot it's paying them for their upbringing not mm-hmm. paying for the kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, well, actually, I'm not saying that at all. I just know that that might be one culture. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if... I don't know. Yeah. there's. I'm I'm sure there's some sort of cultural story behind this, but but it just makes me wonder what what was the agreement with the other parents if it was an arranged marriage. And if it wasn't an arranged marriage with the other parents, where did this girl come from? Yeah. And watch out. The other people might sue. Because maybe, maybe these grandparents or these potential future grandparents are totally in debt <laughs> because of this oh. arranged marriage. Yeah. He's trying to get some money back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's not, you know, I'm not used to this, this sort of uh, arranged uh, deal as much as, you know, my mother probably would have done it if, <laughs> if allowed to when I was a kid. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. There is a... Um, <laughs> so in Florida, this one caught my eye because, you know, sometimes, like, the sheriffs have a different opinion of government mm. than, like, the regular police. Yep. You know, county sheriff, they have a tendency to be more uh, in tune with, like, constitutional rights and well, they, gun think, rights and right. that sort of thing. They're more about the people. More about the people. Yeah. 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 Well, this He's one more protective. Th- this headline movie. caught my attention because the uh, the sheriff had had been interviewed after this thing, and I thought, well, gosh, this is kind of an interesting take because, I mean, Florida is well, they're becoming a little bit more right leaning, I guess. But I would imagine in some of our more rural counties, we'd have a similar a, a similar take, and. The sheriff said after this break-in that the homeowner needs to learn to become a better shot so they can save taxpayer money. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've said some stuff like that before, so I can't can't disagree with that 100%. You know, you may not want to, like, publicly say that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want (laughs) to. I I get what he's saying. You know, this guy's a complete dirtbag. Now, when you shoot him, now... It's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars probably to go get him to the hospital and fix him up just so he could go to jail, which is going to cost 30 to 50 grand a year to sit in jail when mm-hmm. he gets out. 
you know, how statistically speaking, he's going to go out and do it all over again is, is going to say, um, <laughs> it's just in the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So some, I get it. Some it's might... annoying, especially when you work with it. That's his, that's what he does for a living. He sees it every day. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, you know, I've done a lot of problem solving and, uh, the best way to solve this, I hate to say it is, uh, <laughs> It's not be a, a better, pretty picture. Be a better shot. Yeah. So that makes sense. It's just cold. Yeah. Hard to hear. I guess this guy, he's a 32 year old guy that kept breaking into different houses in uh, Pensacola, Florida. Just didn't listen. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple residents called 911 last Wednesday to report the break ins, and deputies quickly set up a perimeter. Uh, suspect was jumping over fences and breaking into homes, and deputies tried to catch him. Um, <laughs> we didn't know which homeowner shot him. I guess that. <laughs> Uh, i guess they think that that they did they did uh something wrong um which they said johnson said if someone is breaking into your house you're more than welcome to shoot them (laughs) we prefer that you do it uh accurately (laughs) i don't funny ish yeah yeah i guess i don't know what the what all the laws are about breaking you know, when someone breaks into your house, but I know some, some states are pretty, you know, they're pretty, uh, pretty strict. Like you can't do anything unless they're like assaulting you or something. And then other states, it's like they walk through uninvited and well, you can. Yeah. How I, how I see it is breaking a window, breaking down a door is a violent act in its, itself to get mm-hmm. through there. Mm-hmm. And you're not coming in to bake me a cake or give me a bo- full body massage. <laughs> So therefore, I'm just going to take you as you're going to harm me. I'm going to uh-huh. eliminate a situation right quick. Yeah, and I don't know judo, so I'm going to have to go with what I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, and those grandmas, you know, it's uh, the great equalizer having that that pistol. Damn right. Yeah. Uh, so this one caught my eye, not because of who who this was, but the the acts of a activist. I, they're not surprising anymore, but there's a lot of activists who do really stupid stuff. They make stupid signs. They do things to get attention to, uh, for whatever their cause is. Uh, there's an actor, uh, James Cromwell. I don't know if you... He sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, he Here, I'll show you. I'll show you a picture. Oh. You recognize that guy? I do, from Family Ties, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not from Family Just Ties. Decent. Uh, yeah but yeah he's is been... that alf <laughs> uh, that's all right yeah 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 so he he glued his hands to a starbucks counter he glued his hands so he plumb lost his shit <laughs> and and what what i don't get is he <laughs> he's protesting um the coffee chain's extra charge for plant-based milk that's it Glue my hands to the counter because I don't want to be upcharged for plant-based milk. Does this make any sense? <laughs> Your face. Yeah, he's lost his shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just like lost it. Like, well, this is just one too many stupid things that he just couldn't take anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, that's that's pretty bad. I, I I don't know how he could be so upset at that and not tying himself to like the gas pump or tying himself to like the the meat, you know, the deli or, you mm-hmm. know, anything out there is, is climbed up so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, he's made the news. And, 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 and that's, that's your, of course, he's an actor. So anything 
mm-hmm. they make you know they could do anything. Yeah, we're talking about it. <laughs> exactly. But but uh, well, I remember the days when we had like the spotted owl. You know, was endangered, and 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 we'd have folks in the woods chaining themselves to a tree so that the loggers wouldn't no, cut they it were down. In the way, because I was trying to, they paid me to hunt those little bastards. <laughs> Get them out the forest, they say. <laughs> but you know, people no, will I do don't. stuff for their for their whatever their causes. Yeah. But at least it wasn't a violent thing like we we saw. You know, much of of uh, of COVID times with Antifa yeah. and BLM. Yeah. And no, I I could appreciate that. However, you know, it's just dumb because he what what people do the same thing that goes with the people that stand out in front of cars mm-hmm. holding up a, up a sign is they're screwing over the people they're not against mm-hmm. you know you're pissing off everybody that cannot help you in your cause or situation you know because there's somebody there's people behind him in a line the people in front of him just means oh i don't have to work any harder not for a while mm-hmm. anyway he's freaking glued himself to the desk <laughs> idiot this <laughs> is entertaining for today mm-hmm. sorry i can't help you guys yeah. You know, and, and just like the people out in front holding the signs, it's everybody wants to kick your ass. Nobody cares about your cause. In fact, now they're going to hate your cause and everything, you, you and everything you stand for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, take it to the man, you know, go do something productive. And I, I hate, these are just stupid. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wonder. I, I get, if you have the gonads to go, uh, female or male, to go um, <laughs> protest, I say do it, but go do it so they feel it. I will say, back in the day when you're talking about the spotted owl, when they were chaining yeah. themselves to the tree, that did stop them, technically, for cutting down those specific trees. Sure. So at least it was about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the worst ones, when they were uh, putting spikes into the trees so the uh, chainsaws would... Oh yeah, that was that was more dangerous. Uh, yeah, how do you think the trees enjoyed that? Yeah, huh? Do you like <laughs> yeah. that? Well, I'm curious about how this guy drank his coffee after he oh glued his hands to the table. I tell you what, he's going to be feeling worse than anybody else. Mm-hmm. He just freaking super glued himself to the table. <laughs> I've super glued myself before on an accident, mm-hmm. and uh, that that stuff hurts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I did find out later that there's ways to get it off that might not <laughs> hurt so bad, but I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's foolish move. Yeah, not not too bright, I don't think. But there, just, there are a lot of people who, who they're just, their activist mindset is do anything for the cause. Uh, if I, I mean, do we saw something, it, people will react. Well, we saw it recently with, uh, with folks protesting outside of the Supreme Court justices' houses. Oh, that's a no-no. Yeah, that is a no-no. You can't, you can't do that. Uh, there are limits. I think they found out, though, didn't they? Didn't they find out that they should not be, uh, you know, harassing judges? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. Uh, so you and I have kind of grown up similar. Is your mom one of those folks that uh, loves yard sales, garage sales? You know... My mom could drive past them just fine. She's stopped by once in a while, but not not so much. My mother-in-law, she gets up on a day, no one going out to do it every time. <laughs> she has to stop by if there's one that she's driving by. She has to pull in, and mm-hmm. and seems like she, uh, for the most part, won't leave without getting something. So I, I my mom no, but my mother-in-law, oh my gosh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I grew up with my. I mean, really, I think it's my my 
Well, it would be both sides of my family because my uh, my grandmother on my dad's side, uh, she she was a, a big time like always you know go get hand me down stuff, uh, yard sales and garage mm-hmm. sales and Goodwill and Salvation Army and that sort of thing. And uh, my grandmother on my mother's side, it was that's she would plan her day and go hit yard sales, oh, yep. you know, plan her Sunday and go get whatever it stuff. is. Yeah. Just stuff. And then she bring it back and it just sit there, you know, wasn't yeah. of much value. You spent, you know, $3 on something that was $65, but you have no need no, and you're just going to throw it in a pile. Yeah. Well, and then there's this, there was this guilt of, of, of getting rid of anything that wasn't being used. And so, yeah, my grandmother hung on to a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, sometimes there's this idea that, that there's going to be something of real value when you go to these thrift shops or you know yard sales or Goodwills. Here's an article that says, Goodwill find in Texas turns out to be an ancient Roman bust. Really? Yeah. Now, a bust in this particular case is this guy's head. And, on... You know, it's funny. That's actually what I went to first. Yeah? Yep, believe it or not. Um, that That does surprise me. I'm not sure I believe you. <laughs> when I say bust, uh, 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 it's not generally head. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. Um, That's it, kind of an interesting find. And somebody's just tossing it around for so many years, probably lost its, not, not its value, but not realizing its value. Yeah. Well, they the article talks <laughs> about them getting this, this, this bust and getting it evaluated, realizing that, hey, this is pretty pretty solid and turns out that it's some spoils from world war ii when the nazis were taking all of these artifacts really and hoarding them yeah and this was one that was never found until it ended up in a goodwill Goodwill. yeah they probably said get this damn thing out of my house it's probably some lady the husband was carrying this around for years and years from family (laughs) family Mm -hmm. she's like get this hideous thing out of my freaking living room yeah yeah, probably all wrapped up in that Nazi flag. <laughs> Damn that flag. <laughs> but it's it just, you know, this is one of those things where my grandmother would have said, see, see, you can find good stuff at yard sales or whatever. Yeah. Not, not, unless there's like fishing stuff or, you know, outdoor stuff. I'm not really interested. I know my dad used to love getting the tools and stuff. Well, now everybody expects like, well, it's $10 off from the original price. Like, <laughs> then I want to go spend ten dollars get a brand new one. Mm-hmm. And people don't really sell it to get rid of it. Well, that's what I mean. I still have some things that I I don't want to get rid of, but I definitely don't hang on to stuff like I used to. I mean, you don't really hang on to stuff either. I got a couple boxes of my Land Rover Defender stuff mm-hmm. that I've been trying to get rid of, but when I see that there's a, a there's a brand new windshield wiper switch, mm-hmm. it's like a two to four hundred dollars switch you know oh you're kidding me no and so like and i you know i have a bunch of things and everybody and, and i'm selling everybody's like i'll tell you what i'll, I'll buy everything for 200 bucks i'm like oh but right now i'd be like i'll take that just get it the hell out of here yeah. you know mm-hmm. so I, I i do look at it at that sometimes and sometimes i look at it as there's no value i'm not losing money by selling it for that even mm-hmm. though it's worth that i, I should have gotten rid of it i have some old remote control airplane stuff i was really fascinated by that and i got this plane went out and bought a motor for it 
did some repairs on it, got the controller and like everything was functional. And then I went out to fly it one day and it scared me so much. Gosh, this was a long time ago, but it scared me so much to, to start up the, uh, the propeller because you had to spin it with your hand. And when that thing kicked on, it scared the crap out of me. You think about getting a stick? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I need it like an electric start or something because yeah. it, it, it. I mean, it's a little motor, and and when you crank that thing over and hit that initial spark, and then it revs up. Oh holy my. cow, that scared. The... Yeah, I I was looking into wanting to get a um those remote control helicopters, mm-hmm. and those are really serious yeah. things. And and then they're like uh, carbon fiber you know, blades on it. Mm-hmm. And I heard that people have taken their, they killed themselves with those things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get that one. Drone sounds good. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. the direction I went. I, yeah. I started getting drone stuff. And anyway, I still have, I still have this stuff in my garage and, and I know that it has value. And so it doesn't have any value to me, but I don't want to just throw it out. Right. I have right. this it and it's, I think it's hereditary because this is the way my <laughs> grandparents uh, have been and current my grandma currently is. Where it's hard to get rid of stuff that you think someone else would find valuable, and and this is one of those areas I go, oh gosh, I know someone would, would like to have it. So w- at one of these days, I'm I'm gonna put it up for sale. And well, I, I I don't hoard a whole lot of things. I really don't. I've gotten pretty good about getting rid of things for the most part. But, you know, there for a while, it was kind of hard for me. And I think when I was growing up, not having a ton, I had, I had more than I deserve. I'll say that. But there's some people that get just dumped on with things and items and stuff. I didn't have a whole lot of stuff. And so when I had the ability to create my own stuff, mm-hmm. I want to get rid of my stuff, you know, and want to hold on to my stuff. That's my stuff. That's my stuff. So, you know, I'm really, I get it. My, my wife really hates stuff. It's got to be used. It, used. It, if it's not actively being used, we don't need it. That's why you go outside and shoot your guns off into the ground. And it's just, <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm just using this yeah. thing. Don't want you to get any ideas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, definitely as I've gotten older, um, I, I realize that I don't like clutter. Clutter gives me anxiety, you know, about whatever my space is. Right now, my office is not in, in great shape. I've been accumulating some clutter and, and, you know, I've got some different equipment that I'm setting up for different uh, projects. And it's not organized like I would like it to be. And so it gives me anxiety as soon as I walk in that office. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing at work, though my day job people drop stuff off all the time in my office like old tech or you know something is ordered and they just drop it off in my office instead of putting it some someplace um and and every time i walk in it's like i gotta clean that up or something yeah but i shot i share my uh, office with another person so i have to balance what their you know what they want to do with what i want to do so yeah my my office i share with somebody else too and you know, so we have to share each other's problems when other people come in and have to deal with them, and and so it's 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 interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's a. I've got a good partner, so it's okay. For me, it's it's really. I grew up in this sort of environment, so it's hard for me to let it all go. But I get it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Well, as long as you're trying to better yourself. <laughs> 
Uh, I got another article here. I, I thought this was kind of an interesting one because we do have a society of potentially some crazy people. We see them in the news all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We'll see in the news <laughs> Don't shortly. Point at me. So this guy, a man charged for opening door and walking on the wing of a jet as it taxis. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You, you saw you saw that one. Yeah. How crazy do you have to be to do something like that? And then how crazy is is the staff where they allow that to happen? I don't know. It seems like it's such a huge deal. I I can't believe it even occurred. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what I mean? It's I just can't believe it. But then again, I'm I get it. There's a lot of people on a plane. I can't even believe how many fights are going on on these planes either. I mean, it used to be that people knew how to uh, re- how to act and and you know, there's certain etiquette to have on a plane. Yeah. And even to where, you know, you don't want to lean your seat all the way back until into somebody else's lap, you know, to now it's like, this is my seat. It's my space. I can do what I want. I paid for it. Mm-hmm. And people are just rude and crazy. Uh, this is, this, I, I just can't even believe it happened. Yeah. I, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm surprised it happened. It, it supposedly it almost, happened at 4.30 in the morning. I almost didn't believe it was true at mm-hmm. first because I was like, no. Well, he got off the plane and was like <clears throat> off on the tarmac and was trying to direct it into, um, you know, the airport gate. There's something, this is not drinking, too, this is not drinking too much on the plane. <laughs> this is dropping, dropping, oh, I don't know, drugs right before the plane leaves. So you look just fine. And then it hits mid flight. Yeah. <laughs> and now next thing you know, this guy's out. I got you. I'm going to take you in. We're yeah. going to take us all home. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Really crazy. I, I'm sure you got arrested. That's a federal offense. You can't a couple or a few of them. In fact, I imagine. Uh, yeah, I'm imagine. And I don't know, really, do you, did you read if the, um, if the flight crew tried to stop him or they go, well, Let's just see what happens to this loser. Yeah, there wasn't much comment in, in this article, for sure. You should probably not do, sir. Now, now you should probably <laughs> sit down and not do that. Mm-hmm. You don't exit the plane, sir. Sir. Are you kidding me? I've seen people duct tape on a seat for less yeah. stuff than that. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, at least they weren't in the air, I suppose, but. Well. Yeah. Well, he's got an interesting story to tell. <laughs> That's right. Good for him. So there's this. Uh, <laughs> Again, this is a, a weird world that we live in. Uh-huh. So, sexual harassment investigation launches into a th- into three middle schoolers for using their the wrong pronouns. We called somebody bald. Yeah, <laughs> poor kids. Poor Didn't kids. see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what it was at first. Yeah, um, Kiel, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Investigation investigation was launched into three middle schoolers accused of calling a classmate by their wrong pronouns. Uh, school district then filed a Title IX complaint against the Keele Middle School students accusing them of sexual harassment, which is a very weird thing because they're middle school kids, so this falls onto the parents. Because mm-hmm. you can't really... I mean, you're kind of limited on what you can do to the kids as far as prosecuting them. But... but and to be fair, even a good parent could say, hey, hey, Tommy, don't go to school and punch Sam in the face. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dad goes in and punch Sam in the face. What do you do? I told you not to. <laughs> he does it again, and I tell him again. You go, you could take him out of school, go through therapy, all this other crap, send him back. Okay, you're good. You're not going to go punch Sam in the face? Nope. 
bop. <laughs> you can do so much, you know, but how are they going to sue a kid or even stop them from, I mean, even if, if they didn't know and it was accidental, would you going to have them wear a sign so that they can say, hey, this is how you are going to talk to me or don't get mad if people don't know. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you wear a sign in middle school, you're toast, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I hate to break it to them, but there's a culture out there. I know that they're trying to change it, I guess, but you might have to toughen up a little bit. Yeah. Well, so many of these, these schools, they're dealing with issues in-house. You know, a kid comes in, you know, vaping or 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 worse sometimes, um, and they don't even tell the authorities. They just deal with it in-house and, mm-hmm. and don't let it get, get too far out. But in this particular case, the, the school district sent this notification to the parents that they're being sued, you know, um, which is crazy because I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't imagine this is going to go very far because evidently this Title IX stuff only addresses, like, major sexual harassment you know where there's physical touching there's right. there was rape there's um you know doing favor sexual favors is, to get something else this falls into bullying and i think mm-hmm. more so and i don't approve of i don't think somebody should whether they did wear a sign to help people identify them i don't think they should be bullied and but i don't think she goes far as you're going to sue somebody because kids are being shitty little kids yeah. and just bullying them one of the it's, students, his name's Braden. He said his mom was on the news describing what had happened, and evidently, little Braden was saying was standing up for one of his friends, who's kind of a quiet kid, who was being sort of berated by this person that prefers to be called they or them, and was yelling at this other kid. And so Braden stood up for his friend, and I guess refused to call them they or them. And this turned out to be something more serious supposedly, but I can't imagine that this going too far in the courts. Well, I don't think you should make anybody call them they or them. You can't make anyone you call know, them anything. You could you could do whatever the hell you want to do, but I'm not going to do whatever the hell you want to do. You're not going to make me come over to your house and play <laughs> with your toys, you know? I can't, yeah. You're not going to make me be your buddy. Mm-hmm. Hate that. Did you ever have a... Your mom go, you can go play with this kid over here. You'll like him. Oh, my gosh. It pissed me off because there was this kid named Dell. And and people would always, I never even knew this kid because he left the, the school the year I came into the school. And they're like, oh, you're just like Dell. You're like Dell Jr. Dell, 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 Dell. And like, so then I finally met Dell like a year or so later. And. And, and he's such a tool. I'm like, you sons of bitches. Like, that's who, he, what was my point? It was, uh, <laughs> you can't make play with Dell. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's right. They go, that's right. They came over when I first met him. Like, oh, you'll love him. You guys are so much alike. I'm like, I'm not like this loser. I need a cigarette. <laughs> uh, oh. that is, I haven't heard that name in, in so many years. Uh, you know so what I'm talking about, I know though, exa- don't you? I, yeah, I, I know exactly. <laughs> my uh, my grandma was was friends with his mother, yeah. And uh, he used to come over to my grandparents' place, and we were sort of not forced, but encouraged to play and, right. and do stuff. Eventually, they moved. I want to say, I want to say they moved to Idaho. I want to say my uh, Idaho, and and my grandparents took me on this trip to their house. 
and it freaked me out because they lived in a place where they had a lot of snakes. Oh. And so he took us out uh, to, it was like this nearby like junkyard, cars and leftover Where a bunch of snakes junk. might be hanging out. Exactly. And so he went out there and caught snakes in front of me, and I was deathly afraid of snakes. Oh. And so he was catching snakes and then putting them in my face. And, oh, what a bastard. Oh, man. I, I freaked me out a lot. But... Yeah, I told him, remember, Dell. It was funny because your mom was the one that said, oh, you'll like it. You play yeah. with him. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I want to smack him. I just wanted to smack him. Uh, Dell had a sister, too. I can't remember her name. Uh, <laughs> Del Arena. Uh, no, I probably can't looked remember. a lot like him. Dell. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> How insulting. Yeah. Yeah. You meet the person that everybody says you look like. Uh, hey, so other news, maybe not as funny. This is probably not nearly as funny. <laughs> Great. Because <laughs> we love the children. Did you hear about this baby formula shortage? Yeah, it's a good thing. Good move. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any kids that need wow. baby formula, so. I, did you hear about the why? Why there's a shortage? I, I've heard several things. Right, okay. And I thought that eventually I ran into Tucker Carlson doing a, a thing on his show about this and it really opened my eyes a bit because all of the articles that I had read about it didn't match up with what Tar- Tucker Carlson had sort of un- unveiled on his show because they're talking about these manufacturers, one in particular that has this government contract for what used to be called WIC, which oh. is the women's... I don't know the entire acronym, but it's basically lower income women can apply for WIC and then the government gives them these discounts on, you know, formula and other baby stuff. Okay. Well, evidently there's this contract with this particular company that the government has had for for years and that company was sort of shut down for some different issues. And because of that, the government then takes their WIC sort of contract and applies it to these other manufacturers. And they've been buying up tons and tons of baby formula because their main supplier is no longer supplying oh. it. And then there are some reports that pallets and pallets, thousands and thousands of, of these things, the canisters of baby formula is going to our southern Mexico. border. Right. Going down to the people who have crossed illegally. Right. And now all these people are, all these American citizens, these mothers who, I mean, they can't for some reason or chose not to breastfeed, right? have to have something, an alternative. You can't just give them cow's milk. It doesn't work. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Uh, You can't just start feeding them, you know, regular food. So this is a pretty important one. Yeah, it is. Um, You know, yeah. It's it's kind of weird how that there's so many things that are happening to the Americans, and it's it's really all at the same time, and it's not a little bit here and there. It's all at the same time. It should be freaking people out from inflation mm-hmm. and to all of our shortages. The 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 I'm going to get this wrong, but the food warehouses or factories or whatever that's been burning down lately just all this stuff that's affecting us that you know i have a four a 15 gallon tank and it cost me 75 bucks to fill up get let's get real people mm-hmm. i mean come on well the it, white it, house 
Have you heard what they're saying about this? Well, well, I thought I had, but they're trying to like congratulate themselves somehow. But go ahead. Well, yeah, of course they're they're patting themselves on the back on their uh, economic achievements. But uh, Jen Saki was talking about the reason for the shortage is because parents are hoarding baby formula. Yeah, right. And and I'm just thinking, or and she also then blames the other people who are just trying to make a profit. So they buy up all this formula and then they sell it at outrageous prices or whatever. But it just kind of floors me because, you know, you're blaming your this problem because it was, I think it was the FDA that actually shut down this other factory. And so they kind of shot themselves in the foot and now they're blaming parents for hoarding. Go figure the FDA shuts down the one that the government was using to give to the low low income people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, a weird turn. And and they were aware of this in February and it's in mid May for us right now. Yeah. So they've known about this for a while and, it's just surprising that it still hasn't been solved. And then the other is, of course, we're sending all this aid over to Ukraine instead of taking care of us. Us, yep. you know, we're, I'm. It just, nope. It's really surprising that One we're experiencing what we expensive. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in other news, <laughs> this is where like things get start getting more. I'm getting uh, pissed de- off. <laughs> depressing. <laughs> um. So. This is from the New York Post. Crypto investors panic during the market bloodbath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard crypto is doing so good. Mm-mm. It's it's Sell it, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we can buy some more. That's I've right. got, I've got um, a, a little bit of crypto and different a, varieties. I have less than you, so I have a little bit, too. But we, we talked about this on the previous show, and it's such an interesting uh, marketplace. But if you're looking at it as, as an investment, and you start seeing crashes like we're seeing, that creates a buying opportunity for people that didn't overcommit. And this article talks about these these folks that are, I mean, they're claiming that their own their only way out of this is killing themselves. They're gonna because they can't they've overextended their finances and there's no way they can get out of it this this one person said that they lost over 450k and cannot pay the bank well so how is it that you took loans out to buy crypto is that a normal thing do people invest like that where they pull out debt in order to you should not be uh, pulling out debt no <laughs> to be paying because that also takes right off the top of what you're investing because if you have like a you're, there's a percentage on your loan you have to pay that you're losing to have that loan out in the first place so that's coming off of the head of whatever profit you could be making and if you're losing profit on on your stock that you happen to buy then you're losing twice because you have taken a loan out to pay for it yeah and then what and, a, and, that's like gambling with <laughs> loan money it's like yeah well yeah, yeah that's kind of yeah it's, well it, then the other thing is uh is any time that you do make something out of it, then you also have to pay taxes on, on your gains. Right. Yeah. So it's like you you're paying. It's expensive money to buy using debt, and then you have to pay taxes I would not on top of that. Recommend it. No. I only recommend using cash. You have to have that. Yeah. I mean, this doesn't make any sense. Why? Why would you extend yourself that way? Someone was not very smart financially. It's funny because when you read that, and they said that they're doing having all these issues and like. I don't get it. 
Oh, oh, you did something effed up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now it makes sense because you shouldn't be doing that stuff. Yeah. That's a you problem. Not. A <laughs> yeah, I don't think this person knows much about investing. If they're going to extend themselves like that. I, I get their point. They need a bunch of money now to get it at a certain price because it's never going to be better. He probably saw gold in his eyes, you know, mm-hmm. and had to do it well, while it was, quote, low. And I've been following it, and I recently had, had purchased some because I've been sitting on some, some money um, for when the market does drop mm-hmm. again. And sure enough, it dropped, and so I, I put some money towards it, and it it hit a pretty good low and then the very next day gains of like 15%. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm glad I, I bought a little bit more because then I just made a bunch of, I just, I just made a bunch of money in this little short little window. Yeah. I mean, I haven't realized it because it's still sitting in my account, but I, you know, I, I put money in crypto because at some point down the road, I'm hoping that the, the gains will be substantial because if you look back at most crypto over the last 10 years, it's up. It's not as up as it was this time last year, yeah. but overall, crypto is still outperforming in a lot of different areas, and so well, hopefully, if something in the next five, ten years big happens to it, or else it'll probably fizzle out. But yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things that I was listening to recently was that some folks in the in the know say that some of these other cryptos that are not as big as like Bitcoin and Ethereum. They are, they, their confident love, confidence level in those particular areas is, is low for them to be able to, to be around. But I mean, there's a lot of cryptos that are pretty old and, I mean, pretty old. You know, they're, they're uh, more than 10 years old and they're still around. Yeah. And they've suffered and gained and suffered mm-hmm. and gained. And so I, I just figure I'm not, I'm not putting my house up for it. That's right. <laughs> so it, none of this really bothers me. It's not. It's this is money that I haven't allocated for anything else right. in my life. That's that. Same with my wife and I. We we put some in, and it's it's. If we lose it all, it's oh darn. Yeah. It's not going to be. Well, there goes my daughter's future. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to have to go to us to the state college. <laughs> Nothing, nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But uh, oh well, oh well. That's the way it goes, I guess. But yeah, I'm not going to start pulling money out no, when it, when not, it crashes. Like I wouldn't that. recommend that. No. Uh, one last, one last article. I thought, you know, Elon Musk has been bidding to buy Twitter, and they had some sort of agreement, and then he recently tweeted out that it's been put on hold. And who knows, maybe by the time this thing, this podcast airs, that'll ch- have changed again. Oh. But I just thought it was kind of interesting that he said, well, wait a minute, we're going to take a look at this thing. And they, he, what he's looking at is the number of fake accounts and bots that are on Twitter. Oh, wow. Are you familiar with bots on Twitter? No. So I do a little bit of social media. I mean, we're at the NTS podcast on Twitter, and I'll get on there and I'll post and and you know, retweet and read other people's posts. But there are accounts on there that are interesting because they're not really controlled by a human. They're they're software that's been integrated into Twitter and it some of the software can post stuff, it can retweet stuff, it can like stuff, it can send direct messages and mm-hmm. it can reply to posts. Mm. So how do you know 
whether an account is, is a bot or not. You know, you'll have to go to the programmer <laughs> and find out which ones are which. I mean, you know it's got to be in programmed somewhere. Well, there's so many different software packages that can do this very thing. There's this interface. They call it, they call it an API. And the API, a lot of companies have, have APIs. Google has them. Uh, a lot of news organizations will have them to allow you to create software that can use the power of that particular platform. So a, a case in point, like with, with Google, you can create software that taps into like Google Maps. And you can post locations, zones, other things that's kind of interacting and overlaid with with Google Maps. And this is, I think, like with Uber and, I mean, cryptocurrencies, you can use software to pull data from these different, like Coinbase and Voyager and some of these other exchanges. And you can create your own interface, all the graphs and you can see, you know, news feeds and I mean you can create your own software that uses the power of that platform. Well, that's what they're doing with Twitter. If you have, let's say, several Twitter accounts, you can get software that will manage all those Twitter accounts using one app instead of having oh, wow. to log in with multiple accounts. Well, the crux of this whole thing is not knowing whether an account is is a real person or not. Twitter has this verified check mark that you can achieve we're not verified i've done everything that i can to get us verified on twitter but maybe people think that we're a bot <laughs> i don't know but Watch, there's probably only like a hundred thousand followers on twitter the rest of them are all fake well that's what i'm kind of curious about they said that there's no more than five percent of twitter that are bots but five percent of twitter is a lot of bots. that's a lot it's a lot of bots and so elon musk has put things on hold to investigate a little bit more about really what's going on with the bots because there's these people who want to have a they they want to they want to get rid of the dis and misinformation on the platform well if a lot of those are just bots you could have software that does propaganda that does you know we'll just say russia <laughs> uses these bots to put out little posts on all these different accounts to drum up some, um, you know, some news story right. or some opinion right. that people then start to follow. And so there's a certain danger to the credibility of, of the stuff that's on the platform if these bots are allowed to be created and manipulated by right. software. Make a make a certain thing going on in the world more crazier than it is. You know, exactly. Create, or, create fear, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he's he's put things on hold, and of course, Twitter stock plunged when <laughs> when it was put on hold. And I thought, you know, he hasn't even purchased it yet, but all these people on Twitter are saying thanks, Elon, for you know verifying or for allowing my account to come back. And you know, there's all right. this stuff that he's not even in control. He hasn't <laughs> completed the purchase yet. And people are claiming that all of a sudden, like all the number of followers have changed. And he's like the cop, you know, back in the day when they used to have house parties and everybody's out on the lawn and mm -hmm. the cop rolls by and everybody stands up yeah. and puts their, everything's, you know, everybody's at their best behavior. Mm -hmm. he, he's just, he's just driving by Twitter. He's like, clean that up, put that away, put out the cigarette, put, yeah. you know, hide the booze, you yeah. know? So yeah, mm -hmm. everybody's panicking. It cracks me up because some people don't even realize that he hasn't bought the platform right. yet. And so they do these things 
because they themselves haven't done enough. People already checked themselves into therapy over mm-hmm. this, and then he hasn't even yeah done it. Yet. I saw I saw um who's the guy from Infowars? Um, you do a great impression of oh him. Alex. Yeah, Alex. Alex uh, yeah, Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he he was booted from Twitter a long time ago. Yeah, and I saw a post from an account that looked very much like his original account. Mm. The Infowars stuff on there, his pictures on there, the username is very much like you know Alex Jones at Infowars, mm-hmm. and. And the claim was, hey, thanks, Elon. He tweeted towards, you know, to Elon. He says, thanks, Elon, for reinstating my account. And Oh, this has to be a joke. <laughs> exactly. And what's so funny is that so many people got on there and just freaked, freaked the hell out. out. Yeah, they freaked out. And then you can see some of these other people who, who got on there, and they're like, you guys are so stupid. This is not a real account. It's a parody account, and you guys are freaking out. I mean, people went crazy because they don't do their due diligence to figure out whether something is real or not. That's the whole, that's what we're dealing with out there. Yeah, so now now the, the, you know, the, uh, the truth what, what's the name of the agency? The White House came out with uh, um, some sort of, you know, new agency that is Ministry of Truth or something. (laughs) Maybe that's the that's the non um don't, don't believe anything they have to say, mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh let's see, it's uh Nina Jankowitz. Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, old Nina. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, owes me fourteen dollars. Yeah. Um she is the let me find it here. Um so the article talks it says uh this the disinformation expert tapped by President Biden to head the new U.S. agency division that critics have likened to an Orwellian Ministry of Truth, okay, and that verified Twitter users should be able to edit other users' tweets if they believe they are misleading. Oh, my good Lord. Yeah, so she is the director of the Disinformation Governance Board in the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, and so she's saying... Because you've been on Wikipedia before, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she thinks that uh, the verified Twitter users should be able to modify or uh, bring clarity to these tweets because, you know, Wikipedia does such a good job of making sure things are true. (laughs) I was always told never use Wikipedia for something that's really important because the information is not terribly accurate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, Elon came out and was commenting he's like out. well he's like he's like uh this is a little disconcerting because <laughs> when the the head of this particular department who's supposed to be the person checking on truth <laughs> suggests that other twitter users should determine what truth is uh and be able to change tweets uh, it's not a good idea that would be cool. <laughs> so much that, for i would say of... <laughs> that would be kind of fun yeah so much for freedom of speech oh my gosh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean just tweet back and forth have your debate yeah yeah, I would like to get rid of the bots, though. I, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I don't think we need those. They no. need those. Mm-hmm. Social people try to be social, though. Well, it makes me wonder how many followers are actual people, and I don't know all the, you know, rules about how to get verified on Twitter. But we haven't been, <laughs> we haven't been verified yet, and we've had the account for over a year. Or so, well, <clears throat> like there's a Facebook will have this. You know, chick chick with like some her boobs hanging out, 
mm-hmm. and saying something like friend, I'm, I'm not going to say it right, but friend me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I look down and I go, what the hell the hell this person even know me? Well, because my cousin <laughs> said, I'll be your friend, Hottie. <laughs> and so then they go, it, it, it links up to his, his, his list of his people, friends his list, friends yeah. list. Mm-hmm. And, and then so they reach out to me. I'm like, that having this hottie pop up on your list saying, Hey, you want to be my friend? Isn't like a red flag. Uh-huh. Not like, Oh, sweet. <laughs> this is sweet. Like, what do you think tomorrow's going to bring? That's Not funny. a damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, the other platforms on like Getter, we have more followers, I think on Getter than we do any, anywhere else. But, uh, we used to have more, but whoever, make sure that real people are actually following you has done a pretty good job of removing some of these, <laughs> these bots or these fake accounts. So, you know, you'll see the number come up and then it'll drop down because, you know, in a relatively short period of time, they're figuring out that these are not real I don't real mind people. if bots follow us as long as they got a fat wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, any, any others that you want to talk about? Well, no, but I will say that I didn't want to say this to one of, about one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners, we happen to know him since, uh, I don't know, he's just a wee lad. Yeah. He turned 21. So yeah. I wanted to say happy birthday to Brayden. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Brayden. Yeah. We're going to have to have a little shindig. Yes. In your behalf, on your, for your behalf, on your behalf. But we'll invite him. We're not gonna. I wouldn't. No, no, you're not coming over here, dude. We'll video it and show you what it's like. Uh, That's funny. Well, happy birthday. Yep, happy birthday. We'll have to have you over soon. Yeah. All right. Um. Thanks for listening and and watching the show. If you want more information, you can find it at our website. Yep, that would be nevertwoserious.com. That's correct. And find us on social social media at the NTS Podcast, Getter, Twitter, and Parlor. And until we see you next time, take care and be safe out there.